Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the time of year it is, Riker. It's trade season, all those players over the summer, or a lot of them that signed these contracts, they are now eligible to be traded, and lots of rumors, lots of, of reports are, are coming out now, and none more shake up the NBA world than the ones that come from Woj and Zach Lowe and ESPN and all those, and they, they had some words on Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors team on their, their special, their trade special that they did a night ago now, and they brought up Kyle Lowry and how he's going to be a huge possible NBA changer in terms of trade season this year, and how teams like the Orlando Magic, the Miami Heat, they're going to go really close after him, and including the Minnesota Timberwolves as well, and we made a whole video on that last week. Riker, what are, what are your just thoughts and impressions on the, the speculation that the American media is giving to the Toronto Raptors trading Kyle Lowry and, you know, that they, they, they want this to happen, it seems like. They're, they're speaking it into existence. Well, initially the reaction before I sunk my teeth into the discussion that was being had is I was looking at the response to these and saying that mm-hmm. everybody getting frustrated saying that they're trying to ask or trying to wish this like you said wish this into existence but they're trying to make the raptors go tank you know rebuild etc to me when i really listened to it it didn't sound like that right it didn't sound like they're trying to get rid of kyle they're insinuating that we're trying to get rid of kyle lowry so that we can get ready for years down the road i think we can get rid or okay i'm gonna have to word this carefully because i don't want to get attacked too much in the comments <laughs> i think that it's possible that there could be a trade involving kyle lowry where the toronto raptors do improve the roster given the talent that we already have assembled and the way that we played without kyle lowry however as we're going to break down ben we i am not willing to you're not willing to part with him unless there's some extremely tempting package that will help us both for the immediate and the longer term ben correct me if i'm wrong and get it let's get into this yeah certainly we're both in agreement masai ujiri should not make a move obviously i'm going to trust whatever masai does but we should not be giving up kyle lowry as a selling team we need to be you know, unless it's a complete finesse of another team, Kyle Lowry should not be moved from this roster, in our opinion. And that might be a bit controversial when we look at our comment sections, because a few people want him gone and see the Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell backcourt really thrive. And we could probably talk about that later in this podcast. But, you know, the the Toronto Raptors, they, they Zach Lowe worded it as if, the so the Raptors, are, or when they recorded, were the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. I'm not sure how the standings are going to play out by the end of tonight of recording this podcast, but... The, he, he said that the Toronto Raptors are a losing streak away from being the seventh seed. The, so they kind of framed it into that context, like we were going to continue that losing streak we were on last week. But the Toronto Raptors are, in my opinion, are still fighting to be a team that's contending. And Masai Ujiri said at the start of the year, he's not looking to, to rebuild or get assets or anything like that. And, you know, if there's a player that would be more likely for, for that to occur or trade similar in that vein would be probably Gasol or Ibaka, but we can talk about them later. In terms of Kyle Lowry, he's our, he's our face of the franchise. He's the guy that's been here day in, day out. It took us Kawhi Leonard to trade DeMar DeRozan. It took a guy that would inevitably bring us a championship. It took a finesse to trade away DeMar DeRozan. I don't see Masai Ujiri just giving up Kyle Lowry right now to the Miami Heat or, or Orlando Magic or whatever, one of those teams that they named, just just for the sake of making an in-season deal and maybe getting a, a pick out of it or something. Well, we can say, okay, that the standard has been set, right, with the DeMar DeRozan-Kawhi Leonard trade. 
But that's not to say you can't trade away your star player for a couple. You can't trade away a dollar for a couple of quarters or a couple of dimes and not benefit from that. If we look at the situation in Indiana with Paul George, Indiana is actually now thriving, right? It is possible that you can get back a multiple or a handful of lesser players and picks and still benefit. We just have come to expect now in Raptors land that if we're giving up one max contract player, we're going to get back even better than that. And I don't think that that's realistic, Ben. Correct me if I'm wrong. And we've given we've been given some names, the Heat, the Magic, the Timberwolves, like you said. Then there's some other teams that are going to be in the trade mix, whether or not the Raptors are going to be a conversational piece for them. I don't know. But if we want to start at a team, if we're starting at the Heat, I think a, a trade involving Lowry to the Heat improves them immediately because right now they're relying on Kendrick Nunn as their starting point guard. We give them now a perennial all- okay. yes, but we give them a perennial all-star player and NBA champion. I don't care who we get back. We make a main rival in the East a championship contender and give them a, a extremely good shot at it. I don't think we'd get anybody back nearly as value. So I think a trade with the Heat would be absolutely absurd, Ben. Yeah, they, they have some young pieces, because some people will come back and they'll say, oh, Duncan Robinson. They said Tyler Hero was untouchable, so we probably won't get him. Obviously, Adebayo's in that list as well. Uh, Kelly Olynyk's on that roster. They, I think out of the three teams mentioned, they have the most assets, so to speak, that they could they could give him return, but it doesn't seem like they're going to give two of their prime young guys an Adebayo and Hero. Duncan Robinson will probably have to be the, the main piece in that, including picks, and I'm not trying to do that if I'm a Toronto Raptors GM. If I'm not, if I'm a Sayu Jerry, Bobby Webster, that's just a foolish trade. And the things you brought up, that makes the Miami Heat a really solid team. So that I think that's just a name thrown out there to to get the sparks going or something like that. But we made a whole video on the Timberwolves, so I guess we won't we won't dive into them too much. But the Orlando Magic, Riker, and this is when we when we heard about this, this was a thought experiment I gave to you because the one player that. Because I said if the Toronto Raptors are making this move, it has to be a huge upside deal. It has to be something that really improve. Like it, it's something that isn't just bleh. It's not a trade that we're just giving Kyle Lowry for nothing. We're giving him for Evan Fournier or something. But Markel Fultz, because the Orlando Magic have been looking for an established point guard for a long time, and I, a lot of Magic fans think they found it in Markel Fultz now, and he's shown a lot of promise, a lot of potential. Would you? And this is something to throw out to the the listeners as well. Would you be interested? Would you be at all in a possible Fultz for Lowry and some assets trade? Or uh, Lowry for Fultz and some assets trade? With the Toronto Raptors development staff and the potential he's shown as a former number one overall pick, in the in the Raptors development staff, that could be an argument that I could see some people making. It's a really... that's. Y- you want to trade for a win now. You want a plug-and-play player, Ben. And as we get further into this podcast, I'll give you, or we'll get into a few different situations where we'd be acquiring whether or not he, the player is as good as Lowry is right now. Maybe a package could make sense. But in this particular trade, even if you get some extra package guys, even if you tack in a Fournier or if you tack in an Aaron Gordon, nobody on the Orlando Magic have been consistent this season enough to say they're going to immediately improve our team. There is an argument to be made that Fultz would be a move for the long term because he has shown flashes of extreme athleticism and really crafty offense this season. And he's a very long guy, so he might have potential on D as well. But he's in no means 
uh, a plug-and-play player. He's a guy that you'd have to work on, and you'd have to be absolutely certain that a team without Kyle Lowry would still be able to defend and contend for a championship this season, because I don't see why we would get rid of our number one guy for the most part in order to regress as a team in a season where you're trying to repeat, right? You just came off of a championship season. You want to at least have one shot at running it back. Yeah, you want to at least defend the title. You just don't want to get slapped by the Bucks or the Sixers or one of those teams in the Eastern Conference. We're trying to compete, and I- I'm in full agreement with you. I don't think this is a move the Raptors should do, but it's when you bring up the Orlando Magic, that's the only piece that I think there's legitimate discussion for if we're talking to a team-to-team trade with them. Aaron Gordon's a name brought up, but we're not we're not even going to get into that. But Fultz, the, the argument I could see people making are is that the Toronto Raptors are still really good with Fred Van Vliet manning the point. We still have Terrence Davis and McCall to have backup, you know, run the, the backup point guard by committee, and Fultz could also run that too if he was brought in. I don't know, it's an interesting thought experiment. I don't think it's something the Raptors should do, but maybe some of the listeners have trades in mind that will, that will blow us away. But th- those are the that was the main talking points they had on Kyle Lowry. They said if the Toronto Raptors go through a losing streak or don't think that they can really compete right now, it- it's something that could happen. And they also brought up Marcus and Serge Ibaka, those two players, because they they've been a two-headed tandem at the the center position for this team last year and this year. Ever since Nick Nurse moved Ibaka to the the backup center position, they they've been really solid manning that that role down. The offense seems to run through Gasol. Who who do you think is more likely to be traded out of those two guys if the Raptors do end up going down that route? Because both of them are free agents at the end of the summer. Without a doubt, it'd be Ibaka. His younger adds a little bit more to his... I mean, obviously, Marc Gasol, for everything that he is, he... His box score hasn't shown the numbers yet, and I think there's consensus around the league that he is a key reason that the Raptors were able to win the championship, but I don't think that the market out there for Marc Gasol is the same, given his size and his athletic athletic ability. It's not the same as it is for Serge Ibaka. I could still see a team thinking, you could add Serge Ibaka and have him be a valuable corner piece for your offense and your defense for the next three to four years at least. Nobody is saying the same thing for Marc, so I could see it being much more easy to have a trade situation including Serge Ibaka I just don't know what team that that would be that's really in you know in demand right now for a power forward of his abilities or a stretch five yeah and I'm in agreement with you I think the thing about Gasol and Ibaka when comparing the two I think if you put Serge Ibaka in on a bad team he, he improves them more than Marc Gasol does but if you insert Marc Gasol on a if you insert one of them on a good team Gasol just elevates the ceiling of that team I think Serge Ibaka raises the floor to a certain roster and will turn a 35-win team into a 42-win team, assuming, you know, if you just plugged them into the Orlando Magic or something. But Marcus Gasol will do more for a 50-win team trying to become a 55-win team rather than, you know, throwing him to a team that would probably be, be searching for a player like that. So I agree, even though I think Gasol is more valuable to us, Serge Ibaka is more valuable on the trade market. And, you know, if we're, if we're looking at to next season, right, Two of them are free agents. Are we going to want to pay both of them? And players, as they age, as they get older, they're usually looking for longer-term deals. The main thing, it's been noted by us, it's been noted by everyone covering the Toronto Raptors, we're trying to maintain that cap flexibility for 2021. We're trying to get the Giannis's. And there's a few other free agents that are going to be on the market that summer, too, if we don't land Giannis. That's the summer we're really trying to maintain our flexibility for. 
you know, maybe, especially with Gasol's age, maybe we could sign him to a one-year big deal and still have the, the flexibility that summer. But I think Serge Ibaka is going to be looking for a multi-year contract that, you know, the Raptors, I don't know if they're going to be willing to give him. I want Ibaka, you know, just because of his personality and how funny he is to watch. I want him on this team for the rest of his career, but it's going to be a tough decision for Masai Jerry to make. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. And I think that that's the real thing that needs to be considered here is that even if the sentiment is that we don't really want Lowry on this team anymore not because he's not able to play but just because maybe he's not the exact fit for this team right maybe we want to give more run to Van Fleet and and Norm exactly maybe we want that to happen but that's going to be the big thing because we could make a trade out there we could do like um we could do a trade with perhaps the um who am I thinking? The OKC Thunder, you know, and do like a one-for-one one with Chris Paul and a bunch of guys, or we could do something with the Pelican. Either way, we could. St- there's a couple of teams that are out there that could definitely use a point guard of Kyle Lowry's caliber, but the thing is, the team that we have right now is good. Are they championship ready or championship able to beat the Bucks or to beat these 76ers in a seven-game series? I don't know. Will something have to be done by trade deadline? I don't know, but... Would you rather have something happen where maybe it gives us a chance at winning this season, but it completely messes up our cap situation and gets us out of the running for Giannis? I I definitely wouldn't pull trigger on that because we want to be able to have the opportunity to have a long-term team, Ben, and I think you agree with that. Certainly. I think the the fit of the roster right now, say what you will about our backcourt being bloated with Norman Powell, three guys that deserve to start because I think everyone's in agreement. Lowry, Fred, and Norman Powell deserve to start, but there's only two positions for them to play in. And so you could argue that's a, that's a tough thing. But I think we don't have many holes on this roster. We don't have a necessarily a Kawhi right now to lead us through through the Eastern Conference and stuff like that. But those players you're not going to get at the trade deadline unless there's someone that freakishly demands a trade to the Toronto Raptors and demands opts out. But that that's very unlikely, and we'll we'll cover that to death if that occurs. But the, the Toronto Raptors are a pretty well-rounded roster right now, and I think we're going to be a strong team in the Eastern Conference, regardless of if we don't do a move or if we make some minor adjustments. And, you know, I, it doesn't make sense for us to just completely throw away the season in hopes of getting a pick or getting getting something like that, but we do have to look forward to the future. So let us know what you guys think, because whenever trade rumors around the Raptors have happened this year, there's been a lot of diversified opinions there's not usually fan bases have 80 percent or 85 percent of the the fans in agreement where they think okay this is what we should do this is what we shouldn't do whenever there's some discussions brought up about this team it seems like this year people are all over the place so we love seeing what you guys our thoughts are you're the best for making this far check out the twitter the instagram all that cool stuff Riker, any last words well, Ben, the irony, well, I have a last sentence. Ben, the irony is that the game, the podcast before we released the, the trade situation with the Timberwolves, the entire comment section was dedicated to, we need to get rid of Lowry. As soon as we released the trade situation with perhaps getting rid of Lowry, the entire comment section was filled with, we cannot possibly get rid of Lowry. So we do have this <laughs> indecisive, you know, fan base. So it'll be interesting to hear, to see how what how everybody feels, and to actually see how it plays out, Ben. But it's going to be a long free agent or trade season. It's it's not going to all happen at once. That's for sure. Most definitely. All right. Cheers.